Hey guys, this is the Cars and Comic Talk Show, episode number 60, and this is a jam-packed episode. Top 100 players kicked off, in the, in the top 100 players in the NFL uh, recently kicked off yesterday at 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock through 11 o'clock. It was the top 100 players through 71. Man, oh man, it was fun to see that. It's currently kicking off right now, the second episode, I think, uh, 70 through maybe like 42 or something like that, but... Yeah, today I'm going to be talking about what I think about the top 100 players. Players 100 that were rated 100 through 71. So just for the first episode from yesterday. So just 29 players. First 29 players. Cannot wait. Alright guys, 100 to 91. So let's start with number 100. Number 100 is Levante David, the middle linebacker for the Buccaneers, guys. I do agree with this. I think Levante David is really good. Um, I think he's a really good pass rusher as well as a middle linebacker. And I just think he's a really good middle linebacker and just a really good linebacker overall and just a really good overall football player. I think he's a really good tackler and he's a really good open field tackler. He forces a lot of pressure on quarterbacks when he pass rushes. And he's also really good at getting his hands in there and making a play and forcing a turnover. Whether he forces a fumble and strips the ball out of uh, the opposing, at opposing players' hands or rips it at opposing players' hands. Or making a really big hit, which I think is one of his strong suits. And I think he's a really good hitter. He hits people really hard. He's a really hard hitter, like Cam Chancellor, like Earl Thomas and them. He's a really hard hitter. And... Or whether he just hits someone really hard and forces them to drop the ball and forces them to fumble the ball. And that's also a turnover. I just think Levante David's a really good middle linebacker. And don't get me wrong, don't be greedy. Even to make this top 100 list, even to be at number 100, the worst, uh, supposedly the worst player on this list is the at 100, and that's Levante David, supposedly. But even to be on this list, you have to be really good. That's This is the best of the best of the best. This is the best... Alright, to make the NFL is the best of the best. To make the top 100 is the best of the best. So it's the greatest players in the NFL. It's the best of the best. And, yeah, Levante David's really good. And don't take it for granted. To even make, to be on this list, you have to be a really good player. And even Levante David at number 100, number 100 um, shows us his skills week in and week out. Same with Shaquille Barrett, his sidekick. He's another linebacker for the Buccaneers. But yeah, even to make this list and even be on the 100th spot is really, really good. So don't take it for granted. You have to be really good to be a top 100 player in the NFL. Like, cheese. And yeah, I do agree with him being a 100th player. Nine, number 10. Let's, go ahead, let's move on to 99, and that is Darren Waller for the Raiders. Uh, I do agree with this, but again, to even be on this list is a very high praise, and you have to be really good. And Waller is really good. From ever, um, he he's really progressed ever since he really got over his um, being an alcoholic and drinking. He was with the Ravens in 2016. Didn't really get a shot. Who did get a shot and, and played and played tight end for the Ravens, but didn't really play all that good and really dropped a lot of passes. Had issues catching passes was because he was drinking. He was an alcoholic. He was drinking a lot of alcohol. But now that he's sober and he's been sober, I think for over a lot. A long period of time, ever since uh, last year on uh, Hard Knocks, I was watching it, and he was talking about how he was 
everyone was congratulating him for being sober over a long period of time, and, and he's really happy because of that. And guess what's the result of it? He's catching way more passes, and he has unbelievable hands. Like I said, you have to be really good uh, to be on this list, and that's high praise. But Waller is really good, He's and he's a big, and he's a huge target at tight end who has great hands, guys. And in my opinion, he has probably uh, top-tier hands for tight end in the league. And he jumps really high, has a really good vertical, and can go, to, go up there and make really good catches. Sticky hands, just snatches down there. And he's really strong. And he's pretty fast for his size and quick for his size. And he's really good uh, lateral and just really good overall footwork. And he runs really good routes and really elusive and really um, diverse. I'd say really re runs different routes. He throws people off. And he has really good footwork. And one thing to know is he is a really good tight end. And one thing to know is he's jumping up in the spotlight. And last year he showed it with having over 1,100 receiving yards. I think he had 1,145. Correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, that's still really impressive from, from sobering up. And now look at him now. Been proving it ever since uh, Raiders training camp last year in August. He's a beast. Hell of a player. So I do agree with him being on the 99 list. And don't get me wrong. Even to be 99, that's still freaking really freaking good. Like, that's really good. So I do agree with Darren Waller being 99. On to 98, Brandon Brooks, my fit from the, my favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm a diehard Eagles fan. Um, I kind of disagree with this. I think he definitely could be lower on this list to around maybe 95, 94, or even 93, around around to where Jason Kelsey is, the center for the Eagles. But yeah, he's a great overall offensive lineman and an even better overall right guard. And literally, guys, he doesn't let any defensive lineman or any pass rusher get past him. He's like a brick wall blocking for Wentz. And he's a big guy. He's huge. He's really strong. He's not portly. He's not fat at all. And he's really built, though. And what's really noticeable about him is not only his muscle and his play style, but he's someone that Wentz really should and really does appreciate to have blocking for him. And he also has a really good technique. He, he um, I think he works out with some karate like coach or manager because like the hand movements like to move your hands to block like he's just really good technique he's really good technique and I just really noticed that and he had a really good season last year did Brandon Brooks and he was I think he was the highest rated right guard and that's very high praise but uh, yeah I did towards Achilles prayers my prayers and condolences go out to Brandon Brooks you got Jason Pierce to replace him on a one-year deal but, yeah, I do think he can be definitely low on this list. I think he's better than that 98 position, but don't get me wrong. That's still a solid position. Even it's even to be at number 100, you have to be really good to make a top 100 players in the NFL. But, yeah, I love Brandon Brooks. He's probably my favorite right guard in the league. He's one of my favorite offensive linemen in the league. And I do agree with around that rating. I think it be I think it should be a little bit lower, though. On to number 97, guys, Buda Baker. Well, Buda's not his real name, but we're just going to say it. Sure. Buda Baker for Cardinals, guys. Now, I do agree with this. Buda Baker, guys, had a really good season last year. And one thing you got, you guys got to know is he's a really good safety and coming into his own now. And he's really fast, guys. He's really strong. And one thing that I noticed is definitely his strong suit and is the best part of his game, I think, is his hitting and tackling ability. He shoots in like a missile and decks people. He's a really hard hitter and forces people to go down right away and not just go down 
and not just uh and he doesn't make people fight for that he he decks people he hits people really hard he's a really good hitter it's like cam chancellor it's a dang good safety and he got selected to his first pro bowl Woo! that boy from the cardinals bro selected to his first pro bowl man i think he might be like a tyron matthew maybe a little bit harder of a hitter because well tyron matthew is a hard hitter but i think um, Buda Baker is still re uh, really young. He's going into his fourth year this year. But in my opinion, he's one of the best hard-hitting safeties in the league. And I do agree with him being on this list at a 97. Uh, not at number On to number 96, Seahawks running back Chris Carson, guys. I do agree with this. And don't get me wrong. In my opinion, I love Chris Carson. He's one of my favorite running backs in the league. I think he's really good, and I think he's a really good running back. And I also think he's very underrated in the sense that he's, yes, he's injury-prone, but there's... A different level to it. He's a plays. He's a very tough guy and plays very hard. He runs very hard. He's fast. He has good footwork. He's good visions. Hits holes properly. Uh, good cutting ability. And he's also a really good receiving back and really good pass catcher. Again, he's not too great as a runner. Not too great as a catcher in his hands. But he's a good runner and he's good hands. Always room for improvement. But I think he's a star player coming into his own. I think he's really good. And I think making this looks at making this list at 96 is going to really help him with his confidence. He's going to keep balling out. Injuries hopefully won't get to him as much. I think he, I hope he stays healthy, stays on the field. But, yes, I do agree with Chris Carson being 96 overall. At 95, Chiefs defensive end Frank Clark. Now, I totally agree with this. I definitely agree with this, actually, in a sense. I think he's a really good overall player and is a really good and even better defensive end and pass rusher. Frank Clark, guys, is a big guy. In my opinion, he is really strong. And I don't. And if you think he's slow and not quick and can't move well for his size, uh, you're you're mis you're really having to be mistaken because he is very diverse and different as a defensive end. He has decently he's decently fast for his size and quick for a defensive end. He has good footwork, good choppy steps. He's a big guy, really strong to uh, to go along with that. And he can get in the backfield and get to the quarterback as a pass rusher really fast. Really fast. And he's a really good pass rusher overall. He forces a lot of pressure on, on opposing quarterbacks. And he's a big part of that Chiefs defense, defensive line with Chris Jones also. And he's a big part of that defense, that Chiefs defense overall. And he was a big part of last year why they made that Super Bowl run and even won the Super Bowl. So I do agree with Frank Clark being a 95 overall. On a 94, Jason Kelsey, center for my beloved team, Philadelphia Eagles. I think... Uh, I think it should be lower. I think he should be low on this list because I think he's better than that 94 spot. He's really good, guys. And in my opinion, he's my favorite center in the NFL, and I think he is the best center in the NFL right now. He's a great overall player and an even better center. His snaps are perfect. He rarely ever messes up and makes a bad snap to Wentz. And he's a very good blocker also. Again, he's not the biggest guy, but he does hold his own really good. And like I said, he's not the biggest guy, but man, oh man, is he a very good center and blocker. And really blocks really well and is really a huge part of why the Eagles' offensive line, in my opinion, is the best offensive line in the league, even with Brandon Brooks touring his Achilles. Because you got, um, well, aside from Brandon Brooks, you got Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Andre Dillard, Isaac Samamalu, and you got Jason Peters again, and Brandon Brooks also. So it's a really good offensive line that blocks really properly and really well. For Wentz, and I think Wentz shouldn't take this offensive line for granted because it's one that will help him throughout his career and will help him progress. But yes, I think Kelsey deserves to be a little bit lower on this list. I think he's a lot better 
it's a lot better. I think he's better to be on the 94 in this list, but I think it's fine. On to 93, Allen Robinson, Bears wide receiver. This is one I really want to get into. I totally agree with this. Finally, Allen Robinson, I've been waiting for this. He's really good, and in my opinion, he's so underrated. He has really good hands. He definitely has uh, top 10 hands in the league. He's definitely within there. He's with Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Odo Beckham, Jarvis Landry, T.Y. Hill. And he's with those guys. He has exceptional and very good hands. He's not the tallest guy. I think he's around 6'3", but he still has size. Yeah, he's a possession receiver, but he's also blade. He's re he's pretty fast, honestly, and he's really good route running that fools DBs and maybe turns their hips around. And he he gets them like he fools the def defenses because he can run routes three different ways. And he's a really good route runner. He has special and really good hands and strong hands. And he's very he has a very good vertical and co and can go up and get it. So I, in my opinion, he's a really good receiver. I agree with him being ninety three on this list. And finally, he gets, I don't think he's still, I think he's still uh, unappreciated because he had well over a thousand, he had over a thousand yards receiving last year on a team that went eight and eight and with Trubisky not having a good season. But either way, Allen Robinson is one of my favorite, personal favorite wide receivers in the league. I've been watching him and I've loved him ever since he was on the Jaguars. And yeah, he's a really good player. I think he's underrated in a sense. Um, Compared to other really good receivers. But yeah, I agree with him being 93 on this list. 92, my beloved team again, Darius Slay. That's now on the Eagles. I do, uh, I definitely agree. He's been really good basically his whole career for the Lions. He's a great cornerback. He's a lockdown corner. He's basically on island like Darrell Revis. He's not really as good as Darrell Revis was, but I'm just comparing. Like, I think he's around there. He can lock basically all uh, wide receiver ones up. Not all of them, but in our division, definitely. I think he can definitely lock up Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper's going to be the toughest one. He'd probably lock up um, Michael Gopp, Cowboys second receiver. And Giants, I think he can definitely lock up Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard is a very explosive and a very good receiver. I think he's a very good slot receiver. I don't think he's a really good being the number one target. I think he's better as a number two option to go to. Um, like another option to go to besides the best receiver. I think he was better with Odell on the team, but yeah, he still had around 800 receiving yards. But Darius Slay is just really good. He's really good awareness. He'll lock anyone up. He has good footwork. Doesn't bite. He doesn't bite on double moves. That's what I like. Jams receivers at the line of scrimmage within five yards. Throws them off their routes. And he keeps up with receivers right on them. Smack dab on him. He's on him. He's not letting up a catch. And if he does, he's making the tackle right away. He's a really good player. And I do agree with him being 92 overall on this list. But 91 is Grady Jarrett. Now, I disagree with him being this low. I think Darius Slay could be higher. I think Jason Kelsey could be higher. I think Brandon Brooks could be higher. Personally, I think Allen Robinson could... I mean, I think Darius Slay, uh, Brandon Brooks, and Jason Kelsey could be lower on this list than Grady Jarrett because I think they're better. I even think Allen Robinson could be lower. But don't get me wrong. Grady Jarrett is a very good defensive tackle for the Falcons. He's an unbelievable player. Um, great player last year. Very good pass rusher. Uh, forces a lot of pressure upon quarterbacks. He gets a lot of sacks. Forces a, a decent amount of turnovers, too. He's a big guy. He's not portly or fat. He's a, he's big. Like, he's really strong. He wraps up players well. Makes very good tackles. And he's very big. Like, like his wingspan's very big. So, he's a big guy. So, if you have one-on-one -on, -one on him, he's definitely going to get you and make the tackle. Because his arms are long. And he can definitely stretch out his arms and just wrap you up and just throw you to the ground. I mean, he's a great player. He had a very good year last year for the Falcons on a team that went 7-9. So, yeah, I think Grady Jarrett's really good 
I just don't think he should be this low in the list. I think he should be higher, which is a little bit worse. But uh, higher in the sense that 92, 93, 94, but not 91. I think he, I do think he's really good. He still has a lot to learn. He's going to be, in my opinion, a really good defensive tackle in a few years. Maybe not like around Aaron Donald or... Um, and then, but I think he's a really good young defensive tackle, still learning. But I think he's been getting into his own lately. He's a really good player. So yeah, that that is a hundred through ninety-one, and on to number ninety. Let's start with. So now I'm gonna go through ninety through eighty-one, top hundred players. So I'm going to be talking about what I think about Kyler Murray at number 90 for the Cardinals. He was a rookie last year, rookie season last year. He had well over 3,000 passing yards, and he won rookie of the year. And But his team did go 5-11, but his play in production last year as a rookie was very surprising and very good. He was a very good player last year, had a very good season last year. You know he reminds me of? I, I've been going over this in my podcast um, recently. I said it before. He is a young Russell West, uh, Russell Wilson. He's a clone of Russell Wilson, in my opinion. He's exact the exact player and quarterback like Russell Wilson is. Kyler Murray is undersized, just like Russell Wilson. Kyler Murray has a fairly and really good strong arm and really good deep ball and touch on his deep ball, exactly like Russell Wilson does. Uh, Kyler Murray is so elusive and so fast. He's a dual threat. He's a great strong arm. He's really quick and really fast. Russell Wilson is a very good dual threat. Very good strong arm, very good as a passer, and can move on his legs and escape out of the pressure and get away from pressure just like Kyler Murray is. And Kyler Murray um, is very smart and has a very good understanding of the game just like Russell Wilson does. They both, I think Kyler Murray is literally the same player as Russell Wilson, not nearly as good, but I think he, you're seeing a younger version of Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray. He's a great, great quarterback, and people thought he couldn't play in the NFL because he's undersized. I mean, people thought he couldn't play quarterback because he was undersized. Are you kidding me? Kyler Murray is a definition and is inspiration out so is a, and is an inspiration to so much kids out there who are small and quarterbacks. He's a great quarterback. Like I mentioned, has a very good arm for being undersized. Very good throw. Can throw all levels of the field perfectly and really well. All uh, deep, medium, and short. Very good at shorting the. Uh, very good. At, he's very good at throwing the short and intermediate routes as well. Cliff Kingsbury, I think, implemented implemented the zone read, which helps Murray um, because you don't know if he's going to hand it off or not. And if he bites, and if you bite on it, and he fakes the handoff, he's going to run, and he's going to have open space. And that dude can run all day, and and he's very good in play action also. And he has really good receivers now to help him. Even another really good receiver as of right now, and DeAndre Hopkins, who they got to go along with Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald. So they have very good home run hitters and very good receivers. And yeah, Conner is going to have a field day this year, and I think he's definitely going to make the Pro Bowl. He's definitely going to have well over 4,000 passing yards, maybe around 4,500 passing yards. I think the Cardinals are going to be decent this year. I think the Cardinals are going to be around 8-8, eight and eight, around 9-7, around that area. I don't think they're going to, they could slip into the playoffs, but Kyler Murray is the leader of this team. He's at the helm at quarterback for this team. He's a great player, great young player for Cliff Kingsbury to have. I do agree with him at being at number 90. Number 89 is Cooper Cup. I love Cooper Cup. You guys probably know he's one of my favorite receivers in the league. He's a little white, he's a little slot receiver. He's really good, and he, like I just mentioned, he really excels at the, in the slot, and he's really good working in the slot. Probably could work, he's really good working outside too as an outside receiver, but he gets most of his touches 
and um, gets most of his catches in the slot. And I th he was one of the highest-rated slot receivers last year in this, in this past season, 2019. But, yeah, he's really good. He has really good hands. He's really quick, just like I mentioned, is a key um, thing to have for slot receivers. You have to be really quick and decisive and really fast. And he's has really good hands, great hands uh, for a slot receiver. And he's really quick and decisive, runs great routes. He runs great, great, great routes. Those people off. You don't know where he's going. And he has really good footwork and really good cutting ability. Gets in and out of his routes really good. Breaks on his routes really good. Can stop on the dime. And what I noticed is his yak. Yards after catch for Cooper Cup last year. Throwing defenders off him. Stiff-arming defenders. Gets a lot of touchdowns off of that just like he did against the Saints. The run after catch really is a big part of Cooper Cup game. Cooper Cup's game and is one of the reasons why I think he's a really good receiver. And I do think he's still underrated, but I agree with him being at 89. He's a great wide receiver, and I think he's going to go off this year now that Brandon Cooks isn't there anymore. He's a number one target. On to 88, Jalen Smith. I think Jalen Smith is a middle linebacker, but I do agree with him being an 88 overall. He is a really good player overall, and I think he's a really good overall linebacker. But yeah, Jalen Smith is a great player. Don't get me wrong. The Cowboys are really known for having a great um, cliche of linebackers, especially the three they have in um, Jalen Smith, Leighton Vander Esch, and Sean Lee. <sighs> Sean Lee and uh, Leighton Vander Esch are the same player. Uh, they have really good linebackers, but Jalen Smith especially. I think Vander Esch might be a tad bit better, but yeah, Jalen Smith... Is definitely really good and worth noting and talking about. He's a really good linebacker in that uh, Dallas Cowboys system, run by the Puppet Master. That I that I, that's my name for Jerry Jones. And I like their defensive system and scheme. They have a really good linebacker core, so it's going to be hard to uh, um, get anything done for for offenses in the flat where the linebackers usually um, are pinned and usually are in that second level. So it's going to be. Um, Tough. See, even if you do complete a slant or something like that, you have Jalen Smith, Van Der Esch, Shonley coming in ready to, like a missile, ready to make the hit, and you're going to get clapped. And they hit really hard, too. They're really good linebackers. And what I one thing I noticed about Jalen Smith is he drops in coverage really well and makes very, very good defensive plays, deflecting the ball away from receivers or tight ends or backs, running backs, whatever it may be. But he can also drop into coverage and deflect passes really well. And he, he's a very good pass rusher, forces upon a lot of pressure on quarterbacks. He's a very good player overall. I do like him at 88. I think that's a good spot for him. I think he's a great linebacker. I think he's a great overall linebacker, and I agree with him being at 88. On to 87, Bills quarterback Josh Allen. Josh Allen is going into his third season this year. Uh, his rookie season was an average rookie season. As as uh wasn't wasn't too bad. Fast forward to this most re recent season, past season, going into his second year, and this most recent season, this past season, best year of his career by far, way better than his rookie year. Josh Allen had an on freaking believable arm. I mean, believable year, a believable season last year. He had a really good season last year, carrying his team to the playoffs with him at the helm at quarterback. Oh. Sean McDermott will go on and on and on about how good this kid is. Tell me, I think Josh Allen, his arm strength is the best part of his game. He can wing and pew, can throw that ball downfield, down ways, 
and downfield really, really far. His arm strength is very talented. He's a very talented quarterback overall. He has size at 6'3". I think he's 6'4", maybe 6'3", 6'4". Um, he is your average size for a quarterback. He does have a really strong arm, very good arm talent. The only thing he needs to work on a little bit is his accuracy. His accuracy wasn't too good in his rookie year. Uh, progressed a lot and gotten a lot better last year. He's, he was way more accurate last year. But yeah, his accuracy is something I think he still needs to improve on. But and he's a, also uh, he's very um, mobile and he can do things with his legs. And yeah, Josh Allen is just a beast. Carrying his team to the playoffs last year, even losing to the Texans. I mean, that's still really good. He carried his team to his playoffs. Only he did, that was his first year of experience in the playoffs. First year playing in the playoffs was last year, and um, he did very good. He, he he kept his team neck and neck with Deshaun Watson, the Texans. But Deshaun Watson, man, what he did at the end was a sight to see. But yeah, Josh Allen is your typical. Uh, average height for a quarterback, but he has a really good arm, a top-tier arm in the league, in my opinion. Definitely top five, probably top ten. Um, yeah, his accuracy is the only thing I think he needs to work on, but he has really good receivers now, adding Stephon Diggs to the already receiving quarter with Cole Beasley and the speedy John Brown, who they call Smoke. Smoke! Like a blunt. That boy is fast, bro. Woo! John Brown is fast. He ain't Tyree Kill fast, ain't Marquise Goodwin fast, but John Brown is fast, bro. Ooh, very good route runner, really good hands. Diggs is a very good deep there, has really good hands. Uh, Colby is a beast in the slot, was really good for the Cowboys. Uh, but overall, yeah, Josh Allen it has a lot of targets to go to this year. The strong suit of his game and the best part of the game, I think, is his arm and arm talent. Josh Allen is a very good as a good quarterback, in my opinion. People will say he's average, but I think he's good. I think he's just going to keep progressing and getting better every year. But I do agree with him being an 87. Number 86, Marlon Humphrey. Okay, so we got Marlon Humphrey. Mar, I do agree with him being an 86 overall. He's a really good player overall, and he's really he's a really good cornerback. And he had a really good year last year. He got selected to the Pro Bowl along with other Ravens, as obviously Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, and uh, Mark Andrews. Oh yeah, and of course Marshall Yonda. Or Yonda, the offensive lineman. Well, yeah, Marlon Humphrey is a really good cornerback. He has really good ball skills. He has really good awareness of where his receivers are. He gets very contact. He jams at the line of scrimmage. He's a good cornerback. When he plays off coverage and plays zone, he's a really good feel for where the receiver is going. He reads hips really well. And what I also noticed is he's really good at making forcing turnovers and forcing fumbles and punching the ball out like he did to Juju Smith-Schuster last year. It was a clutch play. Punched the ball out. I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster caught. Uh, it was a very good catch, but he didn't see Marlon Humphrey shoot in like a rocket. And Marlon Humphrey just quickly punched the ball out. I mean, that was a very clutch play. Marlon Humphrey has a really good knack of forcing turnovers and getting his hands in there and punching the ball out. Oh uh, yeah, Marlon Humphrey is a beast. He's a really good cornerback, a top-tier cornerback in the league. Not top five, probably top ten. But yeah, he's a really good cornerback, and I do agree with him being at an 80, at 86. 85 is my favorite tight end in the league, Zach Ertz. Um, I think he could be a little bit low on this list. I think he's probably better than an 85, but uh, I think that's a solid rating for Ertz, but I think he could definitely could be lower because he's way better. Not way better, but I think he's better than an 85. Ertz, in my opinion, is the third best tight end in the league, and I'm a diehard Eagles fan, and I'm saying that because I, I have respect for George Kittle's game, also Travis Kelsey's game, 
Kittle is one for me. Two is Travis Kelsey. Three is Ertz. But Ertz is the most durable, I think, and that's one of the reasons why he could become better than them because he's more durable than them. He played with a, um, a ruptured kidney last year, and he played with internal bleeding last year and still led the Eagles in receiving yards. That's only because Sean Jackson was out and Alshon Jeffrey was out, and uh, no receiver on our team had over five – no wide receiver on our team had no – had over 500 receiving yards. Alshon was the closest with 450 or 490. But, um, Ertz, yeah, Ertz led us in receiving yards with about 900 and something receiving yards. But, yeah, he's used to having 1,000 receiving yards. But, yeah, he's so reliable for, for Wentz to go to. He's a safety blanket for Wentz, just like Jeff Heath was for um, Ben Roethlisberger. Mark Andrews is for Lamar. Kelsey is for Mahomes. Kittle is for Garoppolo. Witten was for Dak and Romo. Yeah, he's a safety blanket for Wentz. He's a really good player. He's really good hands. He runs really great routes. Gets open almost every single play, and he's so reliable and so durable. Great player. Uh, he's my definitely my favorite tight end in the league, and he's not slow. He's quick speed. He's good footwork. He's quick feet, and I do agree with him being an 85 overall. I think he could be a little bit lower because I think he is a little bit better than that. 84, Cameron Hayward, pass rusher for the Steelers on the defensive line. I do agree with Cameron Hayward being an 84 um, at 84 top 100 players because he's really good. He's a gifted player. He's a really good defensive tackle for the Steelers. He's a big guy. He's built. He's ripped. He's really, really strong. He gets a lot of sacks. He forces pressure upon quarterbacks when he rushes them. And he's very good in the run stop. He, he tackles very well. Very good open field tackle. Not the best. Uh, really open field tackler, but he's really good at wrapping, you know, running backs up and making just very good and very efficient tackles. He's one of the best defensive tackles in the NFL. He hasn't regressed all too much, but you know, the outside linebacker on the left outside linebacker on the team, TJ Watt, is getting most of the sacks. He had 14 and a half last year, but and Stephon too is there too. But Cameron Hayward, well, they they gave up Javon Hargraves to the Eagles though. But, yeah, Cameron Hayward is a great defensive tackle. He's a really good knack for, for the ball and forcing turnovers. Gets a lot of sacks, and he's a very, very good tackler. Very good in the run stop also. I do agree with him being at 84. 83, Eric Kendricks. Boy, oh, boy, Eric Kendricks. I think Eric Kendricks is definitely the second-best middle linebacker in the NFL, only under... Bobby Wagner, of course. It goes Bobby Wagner and then maybe a few drops down to Eric Kendrick. But I think Eric Kendricks is the second best middle linebacker in the NFL. But, yeah, Eric Kendricks is a really good overall linebacker and a really good middle linebacker. And not only does, does he have the size and he's a big, 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 big guy. He's really strong. Gets in there. Makes tackles. Forces turnovers. Forces players to go down. He makes very good tackles. And he's a very good pass rusher. Forces a lot of pressure upon quarterbacks. Makes quarterbacks do things they don't want to do. Gets them out of their heads. Gets them out of their like games. And the one really impressive thing I noticed about Eric Kendricks is how he's so good at dropping into coverage and making plays. Whether it's deflecting passes to be incomplete. Uh, on receivers, but he's really, really good at dropping in coverage and making plays, whether he's making a clutch tackle, or whether he's deflecting a touchdown, whether he's deflecting a uh, play. 
But he is such a good middle linebacker that he's a very good pass rusher, talented pass rusher, very good tackler. He's really strong, but he also can drop into coverage and even keep up with, with some pretty fast receivers that I've seen. So, he, yeah, he's made some plays last year against, like against the um, 49ers. He dropped into coverage, and I think he deflected a pass from maybe Kendrick Bourne or Debo Samuel, something. But, yeah, he make the, makes very good plays. He's a dual-threat middle linebacker, like, I, I, like I, I'm rating him and like I like to call him. He's a great uh, middle linebacker. I agree with him being an 83. 82, Ryan Ramschek. I do agree with Ron Ramchek being 82, but I think Jason Kelsey could be higher than him, honestly. Even Brandon Brooks. Especially from Brandon Brooks being the highest rated right guard and Jason Kelsey, in my opinion, being the best center in the NFL. Um, but yeah, Ron Ramchek is a very good offensive tackle. Very good player. He had a very good year last year blocking for Breezes and is one of the reasons why Breeze can get could uh, can get all those passes out to, you know, Michael Thomas, Traquan Smith. And is going to be getting those passes out to... Emmanuel Sanders this year. Ryan, Ram Ryan Ramschek is one of the reasons why Breeze has all that protection to find, to find, to, to get the amount of time to throw 149 passes that were caught by Michael Thomas because he had, Michael Thomas had 149 receptions. That is a single season record in receptions, 149. But Ryan Ramschek is like a brick wall. He's a really good blocker. He doesn't have all that much size, but he's built. He's really good. He's really strong, and he's a very good player, in my opinion. And I think he's a really good offensive tackle and still has a lot to learn about the game and is going to get a lot better. I agree with him being an 82. 81 rookie, former rookie wide receiver last year for the Seattle Seahawks, DK Metcalf. Definitely one of my favorite receivers in the NFL, especially since the Seahawks are my second favorite team. I love Russell Wilson. I love me some Russell Wilson. I love me some DK Metcalf. I didn't love me some DK Metcalf when he played the Eagles in the NFC in the, in the wild card round last year when he iced the game with that crazy catch. But man, oh man, is DK an on freaking believable wide receiver. He had one of the – he was definitely in conversation for rookie of the year, uh, offensive rookie of the year. DK Metcalf, um, in my opinion, was the signed as the second best rookie wide receiver last year because one was definitely A.J. Brown who had over 1,000 receiving yards. We're not even going to get into how explosive and how good A.J. Brown is. Number two, D definitely D.K. Metcalf. Um, he's just a big, he's gifted physically. He's also gifted in the way of having great and really good, efficient hands. Catches basically everything. He rarely drops passes. Rarely, rarely ever drops passes. This dude can catch basically everything. He has unfreaking believable hands. DK Metcalf has all of the great hands that he has. I just talked about his great hands. He has size. He's a possession receiver, and he's and he's a big guy. But guess what? He has all, all to go along with that speed. He has really, really fast for his size. Quick feet. Gets in and out of his routes really good. Go throughs. Uh, Swerves in and out really. He has really good route running. He's very explosive, but he's also really, really freaking fast and really good quick feet. Now, of course, no one's gonna think he's that fast until instead of you're like a Vontae Maddox or Jalen Mills, you can't really tell. Only the players can tell how fast he is in person. But from just watching him on the games that I watched, um, of just watching him on TV when I watched him in the Seahawks, I noticed how great his hands were. From, from watching him against the Bengals in week one right away. Right away when I watched the highlights. Right freaking well. Obviously, that wasn't televised, so I had to watch the highlights right away.
right, right away. I noticed in the first minute that I watched him that he was going to be a special receiver. And that he had, I think, around 900 receiving yards. Almost almost 1,000 receiving yards. But, man, I noticed from, from just watching him right away that he is going to be a special wide receiver in this league for shit tons of years to come and many more years to come. He's a great wide receiver. He has great hands. He has physical attributes. He has physical size. Big wide receiver. Can make very good catches through contact. Can moss a lot of people. Very good vertical. Very good uh, jumping to, to go up and get and make the grabs. And makes very difficult catches also. And he creates a lot of sep- separation. And he runs really good routes. And he's really quick on his routes. And he's really fast for his size. DK Metcalf is going to be a really good receiver for many years to come, and I'm warding y'all. Be calm before the storm, because the storm is DK Metcalf, and that storm is coming as of right now. He's going to ball out this year. I think he's going to have over 1,000 receiving yards. He's a great receiver, in my opinion. I do agree with him being at 81. On to 80 through 71. Now on to players 80 through 71, the top 100. Last round is the third round. Of yesterday's episode. So, starting with number 80 is Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, I do agree with him being number 80. I think he should be a little bit lower, a good chunk lower, though, because I think, in my opinion, he's the best defensive end in the league. He forces really good pass rusher, uh, forces a lot of pressure upon quarterbacks. He's a really freak of nature and is a forceful player and a very powerful player. When you see him coming, uh, running directly at full speed right at you, you're probably going to move to the side because he's he's a hothead, though. That's the only thing I, I don't like about him. But he's a really good defensive end and a great player in this league. And he's a great player for the Browns' defense. Obviously, the heart and soul of the Browns' defensive line and the Browns' defense overall and basically the Browns' team overall. Because this dude, man, he's a really good pass rusher. He's a really good tackler, makes very clutch tackles. And I haven't really seen him much drop into coverage, but I do know that he's a really good tackler, makes very good tackles. And he does deflect passes here and there and gets a hand up to deflect uh, quarterback's throws to throw the throw to throw the throws off. But yeah, Miles Garrett is a freak of nature and a beast. And in my opinion, Miles Garrett is the best defensive end in the NFL. But he is a hothead, but that's fine. I do agree with him being at number 80, but I think it should be a little bit lower because he's better. 79 is Calais Campbell. Now, Calais Campbell, guys, is a really, also a really good defensive end who, who um, is not on the Jaguars anymore. He's now on the Ravens, and now <laughs> Calais Campbell on the Ravens, I know. He's going to be a beast on the Ravens. But Calais Campbell throughout his career, whether he was on the Cardinals, um, the Jaguars, or now going to be on the Ravens, he's going to be a beast either way. He's going to be a very effective and he's going to be a big part of, um, you know, big part of games. He swings the momentum with making a big sack, usually. He's a really big guy. He's really strong. He's really built. Not the tallest guy, but he's a really good player. He's really built. And he doesn't drop into coverage much. He's more of like a bona fide defensive end and a bona fide 100% time pass rusher. But yeah, he's a very good tackler, makes very good tacklers, very good, bo- very big guy, and is a very good defensive end overall. In my opinion, he is probably a top uh, 5 to 10 defensive end in the league. But yeah, do agree with him being rated at 79. 78 is Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith, offensive lineman. 
for the Cowboys. I do agree with this. I think Tyrone Smith is a very good offensive lineman. He's a very good offensive tackle, as well as being a very good just general offensive lineman for the Cowboys. He's a very good offensive tackle. Cowboys, I think he's up there with one of the best offensive tackles in the league. He's not top tier, but he's definitely one of the best. He's a great blocker. He has big size. Again, he's not the tallest guy, but he displays physical attributes. Like, he's really strong and is really big. And I like his footwork, um, sliding, staying with the um, defensive linemen when they pass rush. Just staying with them and keeping up with them and just blocking them really 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 well and I think he has a bigger role this year now that Travis Frederick and I know they're different positions Travis Frederick was a center but now that they don't have Travis Frederick who was an all-pro center one of the best centers in the NFL um, yeah that that that's a re he's a really good blocker pass blocker and run blocker too as well so you don't have him anymore so now you gotta really rely on Tyrone Smith uh, Zach Martin so now you still have good offensive linemen like Tyrone Smith and Zach Martin, but yeah, back to Tyrone Smith. Tyrone Smith is a really good offensive lineman. He's a big guy, and I like his footwork, how he keeps up with pass rushers and defensive linemen, not letting them get past him, not butting on anything, just keeping up with them and getting his hands in there and pushing and blocking really well. It's a very good pa um, pass and run, block and run blocker is Tyrone Smith, and I very good offensive lineman overall and a very good offensive tackle. And Dak definitely shouldn't take him for granted. He helps Dak a lot. Gives him a lot of time. Is one of the main reasons why Dak has a decent amount of time in the pocket to make throws. So I do agree with Tyron Smith being 70 at 78. Keenan Allen is number 77. We got a really good wide receiver here. Keenan Allen for the Chargers. Um, I would say I think he should be a little bit lower on this list because I think he's better. Then just to be a 77, but don't get me wrong, Keenan Allen is definitely a top-tier receiver in this league. Definitely a top-10 receiver in this league. Probably 8-7 around there. Because uh, you definitely, Michael Thomas is better, DeAndre Hopkins is better, Julio Jones is better, Tyreek Hill is better, Devontae Adams is better. Uh, I think Mike Evans is a little bit better. Kenny Gata is up there, AJ Green's injury-prone. Um, yeah, I definitely think... Odell Beckham's up there. Definitely think he now is definitely in the top 10 or probably around 8. 7 or 6. He has displays. He has really good hands. Really efficient hands. Catches almost everything. Really strong hands also. Never really drops any passes. Uh, yeah, Philip Rivers really connected with him and really liked him as a receiver. He's not there anymore. But yeah, uh, Keen Down is a really, really good receiver. He has really good hands. Really efficient and really strong hands and he's also really he's pretty fast for uh, not for anything he's just pretty fast overall and he's really good footwork and the way he runs his routes his route running is on freaking believable he runs his routes three different ways the full defenses they don't know how he's going to run his routes he speeds up slows down on on he can do the same route probably three times in a game and he'll do one he'll do really fast the other he'll throw the db off i mean not one he'll do like half speed, he'll throw the DB off. Two, he'll just burst off of it. And three, he'll just run as fast as he can. So he runs routes three different ways in very unique ways. He's a very good route running. Definitely a top five route runner in the NFL. I think Devontae, or definitely top three route runner in my opinion, is Keenan. Devontae Adams, I think, is a better overall route runner. Devontae Adams is the best route runner in the NFL. But Keenan displays traits that some uh, receivers 
in the league dream of having, but Keen Allen is really good. He's really good hands, really quick, runs very good routes, definitely a top three run route runner in the league, and he's just a very good receiver. So I like him at 77. 76, Marshawn Lattimore. I think Marshawn Lattimore is going into his third, fourth year. I think he played in 2017. Yeah, Marshawn Lattimore does def definitely deserves to be on this top 100 list. That 77, I mean 76, I think is a good uh, point for him. That's a good level for him at 76. It's a very good corner. He is one of the most underrated corners in the league. He displays uh, a traits and abilities that Hall of Fame corners had. Darrell Revis, for instance. Now, I'm not saying he's as good as these corners. I'm saying he displays some traits that very unique and very good and great corners have. He's a ball hawk corner. He goes after it. He's a hard player. He plays really hard. He plays his heart out, and that's what I like. And he, he did his job against uh, Julio in 2017 a little bit, in 2018. He, he can lock down some of these receivers. Not every play, but I think he can... Hold his own. He's also a really good tackler. He's really good ball skills. Deflects the ball. He's very good awareness to know where his receivers are. And, uh, basically every play. And he jams within five yards. He's a very physical player. Not too physical. You don't want to be too physical. But I think Marshall Lattimore is a very good overall corner. Definitely a top five corner in the NFL. Um, probably mm, definitely top five. One's got to be Stephon Gilmore. Two's Jalen Ramsey. Three. Probably Tredavious White. Four, it's off in there. It could be Richard Sherman. It could be Marcus Peters. It could be um, Marsh, Mar Marshawn Lattimore. It could be anyone. But, uh, yeah, I do agree with him being at a 76. 75, Raven safety Earl Thomas. Uh, I do agree with this. I think people thought Earl Thomas was going to regress a lot just because he's a little bit older. And people thought he wasn't really going to be that dangerous and really that productive as a safety on the Ra Ravens as well as he was on the Seahawks. Uh, people think he regressed a lot, but that's not the case. He showed this year that he can still play in this league. He's not too much out of his prime. He's not he's not too into it. He didn't just start his prime. But Duke can obvious, obviously still play because he's ridiculously good. He's been good for a long time now. He has very good awareness, and he, when he drops into coverage, he knows he helps. He is very good. He's a help, very good help player. He helps out on corners that need help with, with receivers that are burning them or whatever. And he's a very hard, very hard hitter. I like his game. He's a very good safety. I do agree with him being at 75. 74, Ronnie Stanley, offensive lineman for the Ravens. Ronnie Stanley was one of the main reasons why the Ravens had so much success last year and one of the main reasons why Lamar Jackson, the reigning MVP, had so much success last year. Because, And he's one of the main reasons why the Ravens went 14-2 last year. And I think he was an underrated part of that that uh, display of an explosive offense. With, you know, Lamar, Mark Ingram, Marquise Goodwin, Miles Boykin, Willie Sneed. Mark Andrews, Hayden Hurst. Well, Hayden Hurst is now in the Falcons, but I'm just talking about last year. But Ronnie Stanley on the offensive line. Uh, same with Marshall Yonda, but Marshall Yonda is uh, better. But Ronnie Stanley has really come into his own. He's a really good offensive lineman, blocks really well. He's a big guy. He's really strong. He reminds me of... Um, uh, reminds me, probably reminds me of, like, Jason Peters. Not, not Jason. Reminds me of... Like around Jason Peters, maybe Tyrone Smith, those type of guys who block really well. 
He's a very good offensive lineman and blocks really well. Holds his own. He's a very good blocker. He's very good lateral movement and very good. He's honestly has solid, quick movements. He's very light on his feet. Stays with the opposing pass rushers and def- on the uh, defensive lineman. Um, doesn't let anyone go past him. Gives them a, a fight to get past him. They have to work. He makes you work. And yeah, I think he was an underrated reason, uh, uh, underrated factor in why the Ravens were 14 2 last year. But yeah, I do agree with him being uh, 74. 73 is my guy, Fletcher Cox. I'm a huge Eagles fan, guys. I love me some Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox is. um. He's my favorite defensive tackle in the NFL. I think he's really good. I love me some Fletcher Cox, man. Fletcher Cox is definitely a top five. Definitely a secured and locked in, 1,000% locked in top five defensive tackle in the league. In my opinion, he's definitely top three. Definitely top three. Very good player. He has a knack for the football fights to get to make tackles. Makes very good tackles. Makes very good plays. Doesn't have all that much height, but he displays uh, a skill set and a cliche of being very strong and just having knowledge of the game and understanding the game really well and what to do and how to be a very, very efficient defensive tackle. And also as a pass rusher, he's a really good pass rusher. He forces a lot of pressure on defenses and he forces a lot of turnovers, strip sacks, and he gets a lot of sacks. So he's a really good defensive tackle and I do agree with him being 73. But I definitely think he could be lower because I do think he's a little bit better than 73. 72, we have another rookie on this list. We had DK Metcalf on this list, Kyler Murray on this list. Another former rookie, pardon my language, another former rookie on this list. We had DK Metcalf, Kyler Murray. Is Josh Jacobs a running back? Former rookie running back for the Raiders. He had over 1,000 rush yards last year, was definitely in the conversation for offensive rookie of the year. Kyler Murray was one, AJ Brown was two. Three is probably Josh Jacobs. Uh, Debo Samuel's in there. Miles Sanders probably around there. But yeah, Josh Jacobs is a very good running back. He was unbelievable at Alabama. And what I think is his strong suit is he's not tall, that tall, but he's really big. Packs a lot. He's really strong. He's really, really strong and fights for extra yards. Absorb, absorbs contact really well and fights through hits. Uh, and he's also very fast and very quick for his size. You, you, people would underrate his speed just because of how big he is. But he's mostly, that's mis- mostly all strength. He's really strong. But you got to understand, Josh Jacobs, for a rookie last year, had over 1,000 rushing yards. And was definitely in top three. He was third. I think he was third candidate for offensive rookie of the year. But nevertheless, he showed he shows a display of being very strong, very good power back, fights to contact. And also, once he gets an open space in the edge, he's gone. He has really fast speed, like jo- uh, like Saquon Barkley, that kind of Speed. He's really, really good, and I do agree with him being at 72. Last player on this list we're, we're going through, because we went through, I'm going to be going through 100 through 71, and at 71 is Jarrell Casey, former Titan, who's now on the Broncos. Jarrell Casey was unbelievable on the Titans. My goodness, Jarrell, Jarrell Casey is unbelievable. He's, Jarrell Casey is a really good defensive Oh, part of my language. Jarrell Casey is a very good defensive tackle. Very good instincts for the ball. He wraps players up well. He makes hard hits. Very good at tackling. And he's a very good pass rusher. Forces a lot of pressure. Opposing quarterbacks. And he just makes plays. Um, very good tackler. And he gets a lot of sacks. He's just a playmaker. I like him on the Broncos now. Um, you got a very good defense now. Justin Simmons at safety. Kareem Jackson, strong safety. 
got Von Miller and Nick Cho as the linebackers. Wow, they have a very good, I think they're going to have a good defense this year. Really good defense, I do agree. I think Darrell Casey is a really good pass rusher and a really good defensive tackle. Was really good with the Titans for some years. And I do think Darrell Casey is a really good defensive tackle. I do agree with him being at 71. So yeah, guys, I'll pretty much wrap this episode up. I was going through top 100 players, 100 through 71, which is yesterday. Which which kicked off yesterday, the first episode. Currently, right now, I think they're around... Uh, around 50 now because it's on NFL Network. I'm about to go watch it right now. But, yeah, I will make whatever the amount of players it is for the episode that was today, yesterday. I mean, for the episode that was for today, I'll talk about those players tomorrow. And, yeah, the other news is Justin Jefferson caught coronavirus. And... Defensive back for the Texans, I mean, for the Bills, Isaiah Brown caught it. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, Malik Henry, wide receiver, caught it. And Jack Jackson Porter caught it. Danny Vitale, guys, also Patriots fullback, is opting out of the 2020 season now because due to the coronavirus. And Caleb Brantley, Washington defensive end, is also opting out of the this year because of the coronavirus. And there are reports that Jadavion Clowney is going to sign with the Texans. He's getting very very close with it. And Joe Douglas is in there too. And there was reports that um, someone, it might have been Le'Veon Bell or some, maybe Avery Williamson, someone was contacting um, Jadavion Clowney talking about coming to the Jets. And I saw the text online. It was on Instagram. And he said that he's coming. He said to tell Joe Douglas to pick him up and sign him. So yeah, those were just a little bit of news and um, wrapping this episode up. And yeah, guys, talk to you guys later.